What's this dubstep thing? Welcome to the dubstep, dubstep craft beer beer cast. Yes. Oh, no, no. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey guys, and Wells is here as Wells. I am as all as Wells as, as allsums. Something like that. Sure. Okay. So yes. have y'all y'all seen what you pissed me the fuck off last oh, Friday. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not gonna spoil it if you have not seen the end of Ted Lasso yet. Oh, don't. Yes. And so I, I reach out to Josh before he watches the second to last. And I'm like, hey, 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 um, I'm not telling you to hurry up and watch it. But if you don't want to get it spoiled, I would hurry up and watch it. Yeah. And, and he's then, like, oh, I don't ever go on the Internet for spoilers. And then like two days later, I get this message that is is very directed towards one particular individual. And if you're finished with season two, you'll get it. Yep. <clears throat> Yeah, irrationally angry was the words you used right. to me. Yeah. And I was 100% there with you. I'm irrationally angry at fictional characters. I don't understand it. I mean, I do, but I don't. No, that's good that's writing. Good, yeah, it's that's absolutely. good writing for you. Like, yeah, really you, good you writing. You have an actor you know, re, like acting out a script that angers you. That's great. Yeah. No, hats I've, off to I've writers. Right. Absolute feeling I know who you're talking about. Yeah, you probably do. I probably do, too. They... they yeah, they've been alluding anymore. to it all season long, so yeah. it's not like it's actually... ooh, big heel turn. Yeah, but yet at the same time, it still it still hurts nonetheless. Yeah, Hollywood Hogan shows up. <sighs> My good God, yes! <laughs> Holy shit! It, it, it doesn't even more than one way with that final shot. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Welcome to the Ted Lasso uh, AFC Richmond Craft Beer Cast. Hey, if that was a real team, I would wake up and watch that every Saturday morning. There was there was a moment where I think it was loot box had a Ted Lasso loot box. It was free. It was a promotional thing. I missed it. Oh wow! But like that would have been super fun. Well, you can you can actually buy like a legit because I of course had to look. Of course um, you did. You can buy a legit AFC jersey from the NBC store, and they're not like the shitty printed ones they're actually the hand stitched ones oh wow for 60 bucks that's not bad and they've got most of the players i'm like 60 bucks that's that's a steal like compared to what a normal knockoff jersey costs yes i mean that's pretty much right what a knockoff jersey costs i mean i mean i'm sitting here like only the finest sweatshop labor (laughs) goes into making these jerseys we pass the savings on to you Oh, a dumper. Dang. Oh, no, no. It's just water. Oh, okay. I was like, dang. Oh, God, no. Oh, I was right there with you. I'm just, holy crap. Oh, no. I I am not dumping either of these first two. Okay. It's fine. All right. So so if you're buying a Ted Lasso football jersey, which one are you getting? Who are you getting? I mean, come on. There's only one. I'm asking. Roy. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be Roy Kent. Yep. There's only one. There's only one I would ever buy. (laughs) I, I could, I could. I can make or, an argument for a Danny Rojas. Yeah. But I mean because my real life, is life my real life personality is a little too much Roy Kent and not enough Danny Rojas. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> uh which actually the neighborhood that Treehouse was in, apparently What? Was a little more Roy Kent than they were. What? Okay. All right. Wow. So, I, I tried. I tried. I know, I, it's, it's, it's some Wow, okay. I tried, okay? Look. All right, fine. Treehouse Brewery, let's let's fucking face it. All the craft beer nut job bro heads go there. Like, 
they're releasing a new beer. We're going to wait fucking two days before and camp out. And of course, people living in the neighborhood of where this, you know, one of the best breweries, arguably one of the best breweries in the country right now is weren't too happy about the amount of traffic and the parking and the people all over the place. And they've decided on a settlement to get everybody kind of in harmony. So this is a new treehouse facility that's going in that, um, you know, obviously neighbors have concerns, you know, there's not a lot of on-site parking. They're worried about people coming into the neighborhoods. They're worried about sidewalk bottle shares, this, that, and the other. It's it's not very big, but uh, it it is nice to see it, you know neighbors and of course the tenant uh, coming to you know, some sort of agreement because Lord knows this could just be an absolute shit show and never reach a middle ground and suddenly you're a, a new you know brewery that's just not welcome. So right. hopefully these, you know, these measures to kind of have like a residential parking program for the neighborhood. And uh, they're talking about having like an off-site uh, parking area where um, treehouse visitors could park there and then be shuttled to and from um, there to the brewery to kind of minimize neighborhood impact. And they're also limiting on-site consumption in between Labor and Memorial Day, or Memorial and Labor Day. You are limited to three beers. Anything beyond that, too bad. Get out. Which is kind of fair. I mean, three three pints or something, like, I don't know. Like, uh, I think that's fair. I would agree, especially it's, if you're in a very residential area. Yeah. Like, Makes know, sense. There's not a lot of on-site room. And if you're just going to be posting up there and drinking 15 beers over the course of the afternoon, like that's, it's probably not very uh, kosher. Yeah. Probably not very safe and very not community oriented. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, and there's also a cap on when to go beer can be picked up in that area too. Uh, you know, hard cut off at six o'clock. That way there's not a whole bunch of people, you know, coming in at, at night and just driving up and down the street trying to pick up their bottles or cans or whatever. So, oof. Yeah, I mean, smart moves. It's, you know, growth is hard. Growth is messy. Um, if you can grow your business and, and not ruffle feathers, then, you know, more power to you. But if you're expanding into, you know, just different, Areas where there's existing community, existing neighborhoods, everything like you want to be a good community steward. You don't want to be like suddenly painting a target on your own back. Yeah. I mean, I even think about so where let's pretend let's play fantasy for a second where pizza peel is. And let's imagine that the veil or treehouse decided, you know what? We're going to open a satellite brew pub bottle place here. Sure. Sure. You are within a block of a bunch of residential houses. And a school. Yeah, and a school. And I could imagine them not wanting all of and that. And at least 8,322 apartments. Yes, that's true. So I totally get it. Uh, CBD is becoming a thing even more so. Yep. Uh, for the uninitiated, CBD is non-psychoactive marijuana. For the, the layman's terms, 
It has way more benefits than that. Well, it's hemp derived. It's not cannabis derived. Right. And, you know, it's it's an easy alternative for somebody who doesn't want to do the marijuana and they would rather not have the psychoactive portion of it. Uh, there is a joint venture between Molson Coors. <laughs> I see what you did there. <sighs> Trust CBD and Hexo Corporation or Hexo Corp. And they are, they've already made this, but they're expanding it kind of more nationally now. It's called the Very Well CBD Beverage. No, no, that's Very Well. Very, very Well. Very Well. Does that mean anything? The V? The extra V? I don't very know vel. either. Because I read that as Very Well and I had to blink. I'm like, no, yeah. it's Very Well. Yeah. You guys should make fun of my eyesight. Very, Very Well. Think about well, it. It's like German. it doesn't read right. You know what I mean? This very Well. This isn't like a, a, a font choice. This is like, this can't be what it actually says. I got to look now. Read the rest of the article. I, I okay, think cool. I know why it's called Very Well. So uh, it's expanding. They launched this like in Colorado as a test. They will be moving it into 17 different states. I'm not going to read all of them, but you know, so far, no North Carolina. Uh, I don't really see the rhyme or reason because a lot of these aren't. Um, a lot of them aren't like marijuana legal states. Uh, so I don't really know what the rhyme or reason is for them to be moving into Oklahoma, New Mexico, and Alaska. Oklahoma yet. is a weed state. Is it? Yeah. Bullshit. No, it is. Mm. It's Mark. it's p- fully legal there. You can just buy it. It's not medical. It's just a weed state. It's it's so funny because apparently like that's what a lot of churches are doing now for fundraisers. Excuse me. Yes, sir. They are growing their own marijuana Oklahoma. and saying, yep, and saying, hey, no, no, welcome no, no, no. to I'm, our I'm, church sale. I am. Here's our potluck dinners. So Here's everything out of people's basements. Would you like to buy some marijuana, too? Yeah, Oklahoma. It's a weed state. No way. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. It's kind of funny. And okay. Jeff's like, what the fuck? Is the damn or, or is it medical uh, only? Cannabis in Oklahoma is illegal for recreational use, but legal for medical use with a state issue. Okay, license. so it's a medical thing. How hard is it to get a medical card? My back hurts, doctor. Ow, here's your weed card. I mean, I've got pretty good anxiety and depression, so hello. Please give me some more stuff that makes me makes it worse. Speaking of making things worse, <laughs> non-alcoholic beer is still hanging around and they think it's gonna still be a thing potentially maybe okay i came and every time i like Good walk for you. past this congratulations one. i know it's been a struggle for you as of late <laughs> <laughs> and you got him to shut up and just drink his beer <laughs> and slam it down so uh, for example untitled art is making a a, a number of like non-alcoholic um, like they've got a non-alcoholic hazy IPA, you know, this, that, and the other. Uh, I would really like for us as a show to have, like we had the seltzer show. Sure. Yeah. Let's just do a whole bunch of, you know, athletic brewing. Yep. Uh, just let's, let's do a, a 0.0 show. I mean, they're getting there because I can remember the days of that one. There was that one pin. Is it pin something? It's that one non-alcoholic beer besides O'Doul's. That you would see. Pins 15? Maybe? No. Oh, duels rules. Or wait. 
I got a feeling your whole family's going down. There was so oak. we'll do. All right, so we'll do a, a non-alcoholic show followed up by our annual stout show. We're, yeah, because apparently that's a thing. It's, it's, it's not a thing. Oh God! If we did an annual stout show, I no. would no. I would have been arrested by now. <laughs> I think all of us would have been. <laughs> uh, but you know, it's one of those things where, like I said, for the longest time there was like one. It was is it O'Doul's? Am I thinking that right? Oh, yeah, yeah. O'Doul's. Okay. But then there was that other... I didn't see it until he moved here. And it's pen something. I don't know. But there was like only two that I'd ever seen in my entire life for years and years and years. And then it started to slowly become a thing. Lagunitas did one. As well as his benches the athletic. Natty's got one. Natty's got one. Coors Edge. Bush in a... Wow. Bex. Hairless Dog. Is that flying dog, but just rebranded? I don't know. Or hair of the dog? Yeah. It's their Adam, but alcohol free. Ew. Uh, Heineken's making one. There's like all kinds of these places are really jumping on this. <clears throat> I mean, undoubtedly, there's always going to be a chase for the moderately health conscious. I can imagine that. The ability to go to a bar after a game of Ultimate. Bro. Yeah. And you want to drink a beer but not be intoxicated because you're a responsible millennial. I I mean, I guess I get it because I make fun of this, but yet I would much rather have CBD, honestly, most of the time, so... I mean, I guess I understand why some people would want to do this, but I don't know that I like the taste of beer enough to say that, yes, I would like to have a non-alcoholic version of this. I'm the opposite. I would actually enjoy having a non-alcoholic, provided that all the taste is the same. Like, there's just sometimes, like, late at night where, oh, I want to, like, finish watching this episode of, you know, whatever. Ted Lasso. I'm not getting... That's earlier in the night. Okay, fair enough. And I'm talking like, you know, it's garbage time at night. Like, do I really want to crack open another beer? But if I could crack open, like, a juicy IPA that was non-alcoholic, like, oh, bring it on. So, like, juice. Sure. Or just a seltzer. No. Okay. Well, I'm not saying a hard seltzer. I'm saying just seltzer water. Like, a grapefruit seltzer water. A chacabongo. Tapo Chico, asshole. Tapo Chico. You know what you were talking... But I honestly, I'd rather just crack one of those if I wasn't going to drink. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I get the same kind of effect. It's carbonation more than anything. And that's what my tongue is craving. Yeah. So I'd rather just grab a grapefruit seltzer than have a non-alcoholic beer. But yep. maybe I'm weird. Well, I, I mean, there is that. that. Those aren't, you know. Yeah. yeah. There is no argument there. But Would you reach for a, a 0% bourbon? Because I have seen those. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. There's like 0% like okay, alcohol. So, so now that spirits. definitely falls into the, I don't like it enough to drink it without the alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amen to that. I mean, I can appreciate bourbon to a degree, but I, I, I am not refined. I, I'm not fancy. And I, I don't also need just a, don't want a non-alcoholic bourbon. That kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah. Kind of? Okay. It defeats the purpose. I mean, like, I'm not in, I, I don't know, maybe hard spirits especially, I, I take a different line with, but I'm not in to make non-alcoholic margaritas like that just that defeats the whole point of why I'm making them in the first place. Yeah. 
Would you like to have a non-alcoholic martini? <laughs> yeah. The, what they need to do is the whole make a non-alcoholic is... hard seltzer. Boom. Copyright 2021 craft beer cast. Tapo Chico beat you to it years ago. No way, man. They didn't make a non-alcoholic hard seltzer. Yeah, they did. No, they didn't. <laughs> All right. Oh, I want to put this glass where the sun don't shine. <sighs> Smoke tank. Well, speaking of hard seltzers. Yeah, cops. we got three stories. Hang on, buddies. Hope you oh. like seltzer because we're going to talk about it for a while. Oh, God. We really are. Yeah. You you did an ass job of like mixing these stories up. No, I did this on purpose. That's fine. Yeah. If you don't like seltzer, just stop listening now. Or, or no, like, like fast just forward fast forward. Yeah. You can find me at all the wells, and there's Jeff and Josh and at Subicast <sighs> and hate mail at Subicast, and we'll see you guys next Thursday. So Constellation has basically said, "Hey, hard seltzers probably aren't growing anymore." So what's Constellation going to be doing instead? Focusing on beer? No. Since when do they do that? Yeah, they don't yeah, care but- about beer anymore. Mm. So, yeah, the, the glory days, the heydays, and that's not to say that hard seltzer is going to go away. It's just the the era of them eating up market share is kind of plateauing. Yeah, and, and you know, it in the beer world, you can almost equate this to when sours were the rage or when brute IPAs were the rage. They, they were never the rage. Stop that right now. <laughs> Saying it doesn't make it true. Brute IPAs were like an experiment gone wrong. Well, they Man. were. No argument here. Ugh. They were terrible. But you, you, we also remember when every brewery on the face of the planet had, we have the sour. You want the sour? Hey, guess what? We have nothing but sour beers now. No. Um, Cuddle sours. And some of them actually meant to make a sour. Yeah, exactly. And then that flash in the pan died. And sours are still out there. And there are now... You know, but, it kind of leveled out, in my opinion. Where, but the, if you're if you're making a good one, right? That's it's it's going to be sticking around. Yeah, that's why I said it kind of leveled out. Yeah. Um, I don't know that there's such a good thing as a good seltzer, but maybe there is, and maybe that cream will rise to the top, and it will just kind of level out at that peak of it's truly or it's twist or it's Topo Chico. Or bubs. Or bubs. But somebody's going to rise to the top and be the king of the seltzer world, maybe. I don't know. I have uh, had, and this is the only reason that I would think about doing a a revisitation of a seltzer show. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. So Untitled Art did this like 9% seltzer that drinks like one of those mango, or not mango, like a... Like a fruited sour from 450 North or from the oh, yeah. Answer. Yeah, we wherever. had one of those on the show even. Not like this. This this was fucking ridiculous amount of fruit. And it's like, how in the world is this 9% ABV? Okay, it wasn't 9%. But it was... Exactly. It was a... It was a seltzer. It drank like carbonated fruit juice. This is not that. Okay. This drinks like a smoothie that'll get you just jacked. So, or again, I'm not even going to go there anymore. My argument's over. My, okay, old, my old man cloud. So yeah. Oh no. Constellation's going to have to start making 
More beer. They're going to start chasing the next big thing. And I wouldn't be surprised, going back to the previous story, if for some stupid-ass reason they think non-alcoholic beer is the next big craze. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. The only thing worse than I can't mix alcohol and a seltzer together is it's basically just a beer-flavored seltzer. Yeah. Uh, speaking of our Topo Chico love, they are now adding in a margarita seltzer, and we are finally about to get the actual normal hard seltzers nationwide. I mean, look, at just to appease you, I will, I will welcome these. They have one called Tropical Pineapple. I'm interested. Now, when I find out that they're using aspartame in it, I'm less interested. You know they are. I'm sure they are. If they're doing... Now, this is because I haven't had Topo Chico, any of the hard seltzers, but have recently had, you know, Topo Chico, just the non-alcoholic, whatever, like... The good mineral water? Yeah. The good, good? Like, I... I don't understand why this is so hard. All I want is like an alcoholic version of that. So put vodka in your Topo Chico. Well, which I could, but I would rather have somebody do it for me. And then I'll pay four times as much for it. Yeah. Instead of just buying buying it. So the hibiscus one, no interest in that. Prickly pear. No interest in that either. But the signature margarita and the tropical pineapple. I mean, you know, I wouldn't turn it away if somebody offered me one. Now, I'm not saying I would go out and buy it or that I would buy it. Well, and I, I mean, obviously, here in the state of North Carolina, we would have to go to the ABC store to purchase these. these okay, are, so so this is so this Maybe. is diluted spirits, not brewed the, up. The margaritas are, yes. Okay. So there's, there's two. Sure t- well, I mean, there's two different strains of this. They've got their normal hard seltzers. That they had been trialing in a few areas. Right. And are now taking it nationwide. And now they're adding in a margarita mix. So, in all likelihood, the margarita mix, knowing the ABC, uh, the laws here in North Carolina, I would only be able to buy at the ABC store. So, if I wanted to sample both of these, I would have to go to the ABC store to get the margarita four pack. And then walk across the street to Harris Cedar to grab the normal seltzer four pack. Or six pack or whatever they come in. Still, you know, the sacrifices you make. Yeah, right. So uh, the other takeaway from this is all 50 states will have access to Topo Chico hard seltzer in January of 2022. Yay. I can't wait. I want that damn grapefruit seltzer because I know they made it because I saw it. And that is the best seltzer that I have ever had. Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, you can purchase uh, click on this link. Purchase the Topo Chico Bolo Tie, which is a usable, reusable straw. What? What? A straw that's a tie? I mean, let's Ew. just. Or oh, the link. Yeah, yeah, it's going on the thrillist. Just... Yeah, or the link's just dead. Admin dash preview dot thrillist. How in the world does a link go dead in a week? Because it's li- because they probably built the link wrong. Uh, well, Topo on to other seltzer news. Chico. Oh, I was responsible for this god awful thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Um, if you are living in downtown Los Angeles, or if you're just near downtown Los Angeles, which why would you be? Because that ain't. Oh, this is terrible. What the bolo tie? It's it's basically just a glorified oh straw with a Topo Chico label. That's oh, right. that's awful. Okay, yeah, fine. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, why would you be in downtown L.A. unless you want to go to die or get murdered? Or if you're a big fan of Death Doesn't Cat Chris live there song, or something? I can't see why you'd want to live here. Yeah. Uh, truly, you know, Boston Beer Company's offshoot, Truly, uh, is opening a hard seltzer tap room in downtown Los Angeles. L.A. L.A. So get your if, tacos if L.A. Going to the grocery store to get Truly just isn't quite scratching that itch uh, and you really hate yourself. What uh, I really want is a growler or even a crowler if I could of the most recent collaboration between Truly and Dogfish. Yeah. Sure. Maybe maybe a Randall. Maybe a flight of your favorite seltzers. There or, we go. I don't want to commit to one whole seltzer because that's a lot to consume. I'd like a flight, please. So yeah, Truly LA is going to be opening up in the Arts District of Los Angeles. I'm not familiar with where that is in LA. Uh, in early 2022, so uh, that's going to be next summer. Look, Huzzah. N- none of these things ever happen on time. No, but, they don't. But You're boy, right. especially when it's just like artist renderings and you've got like less than six months to pull this thing This looks thing like off. a You're Froyo place. It's all too white and austere. It's, it just looks like a Froyo place. Yeah, it does. I hate this. Yeah. I hate this so much. What yeah. it, I, there's, I feel like there's only one thing that I could hate more, and that would be if like Natural Light did some sort of like... Vodka? Oh, yeah, because that's what I want. Yeah. Isn't it... That's what we all want. Natty Light. Beer make Giant us. Natural Light has introduced flavored vodka. So number one... You can't introduce something that's already there. Yeah. That's existed for years. Yeah, I was saying, like, even Diddy came late to the party on that one. I mean, when you can get a bottle of Burnett's Apical Green for, like, five bucks. How long was, uh, uh, what's the, um, what's what's the big vodka brand that does all the flavors? And they used to have, Absolute. Absolute, yeah. And, like. Smirnoff, too. Yeah, I was saying, well, but, like, Absolute had all the magazine ads. Like, for 20 plus years. You're not introducing anything here, Natural Light. So they have a uh, lemonade, a strawberry lemonade, and a black cherry uh, Natty Light vodka. Yeah, so you know what's funny about putting flavorings and things is that it can go wrong real quick. Um. Look at those bottles. So, like, I get it. They're doing Natterdays, yeah. right, is effectively what they're doing. Yeah. Natterdays it, vodka. It's distilled Natterdays, yeah. 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 I mean, if you've never made limoncello, like, I'd recommend you try it if you're interested in it. It's a lot of fun. It tastes great. You know, but it's still, at the end of the day, lemon-flavored vodka. But you can control what goes into it. As opposed to this, no clue if they're actually even using real lemons. Yeah, probably not. I'm going to go with no. Natural Light, the from the brand that you always look to for quality and authentic ingredients, said no one ever. Yeah, yeah. When I, I, when I got I, this suitcase of Natty Beast, it was fifteen bucks. Let's go. I like how this line here, this this quote here says, "Flavor is also the top consumer driver of the fast growing ready to drink category." Is it though? I mean, like, I feel like th- maybe it is. And I see that it has a taste satisfaction guarantee. It's going to taste like something. Yeah. We guarantee you, it. 
drink the whole bottle in one night if you're not satisfied. <laughs> if you're not in the hospital, please call us. So according to this, uh, if people are looking for better for you options. Sure, sure. Flavored vodka. Is better for me than what? Natterdays. Sure. Because it's not, there's not as many calories. Yeah, because I have to drink like less of it to get drunk. Right. Instead of drinking a whole bunch of 4% Natterdays, I'm drinking like a couple shots of this Natterdays concentrate. Yeah, and like I'm not even sure how you would mix this in a drink. So odds are you're getting trashed fast, and that's not safe. Yeah, no, but it's, it's not. better for you. Shout out to uh, everybody that's out there partying. Please be safe when you're partying. Yeah, don't yeah. Uh, don't take cups from people you don't know. Sorry, and, I got a little daddy right there. Yeah, no, you're fine. And uh, don't let them give you natterdays of any kind, flavored vodka or otherwise. Friends don't let friends drink natural light. They don't. Yeah, or that, buy that, the Topo Chico Bolo Tight. The more I look at this thing, the pissed off, <laughs> the more pissed off I get. It's going to warm it like you're drinking this. Like it, it, the Bolo is literally the straw. So you put one end in the, in your can. Yeah. And then you put the other other end in your mouth and you drink it, which means it's warming. It's like warming up against your skin. Yeah. Like this is dumb. And not only that. So then you take the drinking end of the bolo tie that's not in your drink uh-huh. out and then you're going to be spilling freaking liquid yep. all over the front of yourself. Good job. You look like you just pitched pants. Bolo, more like yellow. Am I right? Never, Am I right? Never say that again. Yolo. Well, unfortunately, we have a show title. <laughs> God, I... Ugh. Yeah, we've already done yellow. I guarantee it. I'm sure it's been on. And, and bolo more like yellow. Four hundred eight and, and eight. Topo years. Chico Bolo more like Topo Chico. No, no. More like okay. Now you're gonna stretch. And yeah, st- and pull a muscle. Yeah, we're gonna go to break, and we'll be back in thirty. Will we? Maybe not. Time for buy no buy. Well, how does that work? We've been drinking beer throughout the show, and now we're gonna let you know what we think about it in the easiest, simplest terms possible. Would we buy it or not buy it? Jeff, why don't you start us off? So, uh, after doing an entire show last episode of Fresh Hot Beers, uh, this episode we only have three Fresh Hot Beers and a couple of other miscellaneous mixed in. Um, and then you probably heard us talk about how we will often do two shows back to back. Actually, almost always do two shows back to back. And so story, bro. Sometimes the the palette changes can be a little jarring. Um, and, and so the first beer up we have after doing a whole show of fresh hot beers is Divine Barrels Oktoberfest, which almost like drinks like 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 a dunkle or a porter. So like it is just like this, like smacks me in the face with like roasty and different and, you know, uh, but it's also really good. Uh, I'm not buying a keg of this over Mechtoberfest, but I won't kick this out of bed for eating crackers either. I like this one and I'm glad I bought it. So buy for me. Wells. <sighs> well, if I had to choose between, um, 
Divine Barrels Oktoberfest and Mechtoberfest. Only one of those breweries blocked me for asking an honest question. So I'm going to be taking the Oktoberfest. Uh, this is really good. As far as Oktoberfest goes, um, I've been looking forward to this one all year. Well, not all year. I've been looking forward to this since they announced it a couple weeks ago. Uh, and I've run through three, four packs. I was there when the keg kicked um, just uh, on Sunday. Um, so, bummer yeah, that I can't have that on draft anymore. Thankfully, there is enough of this Oktoberfest uh, scattered throughout bottle shops across town that I can still get my fill. And my fridge does have a four pack in it right this second. Of course I'm a buy. Yeah, it's, th- it's fucking good. This style is so great for this season, and maybe I'm just conditioned to it. You know, the weather starts to turn a little cool. Uh, of course, you know, it's Charlotte, so we get like at least three false falls. Yep. At least three. And this is great for all the false falls, and it's great That's for right. the summers that follow in between. But it's also nice because there's so many other Oktoberfests out there. People get like lost in which one's good and which one's bad. This is one that, you know, I wouldn't feel bad picking up more of. This is real good. I could, I could do some serious damage if I had this on tap at my house. It's super tasty. Josh, what do you think? Yeah, this is surprisingly like Divine just constantly can at least get me interested in a beer from them. Yeah. Like very rarely have I had something from them where I'm just like, you know what? No. <laughs> no. Nope. I don't want any more of this. Any time that they come out with a beer that's just called The Style. Yes. If it's Goza there or it Pilsner or American Light Lager Italian or, Pilsner. or Italian Pilsner, if Kolsch. it's just called The Style, yeah. it's a winner. Yeah. This is fantastic. This is really, really good. Uh, absolute buy. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up, uh, again from Divine Barrel. They had a collaboration with Triple C, which I was super excited about, called How the West Was Won. It is a West Coast IPA with Nelson Savon, Motiukas, Pacific Sunrise, and Rawakas. So you remember like last show, we were like, oh, it's just Centennial and Simcoe. Nobody brews beer like that. All they do is all these other crazy beers, crazy hops. These are all the crazy hops. It's nothing but New Zealand hops. Yeah. And it's fantastic. It's a West Coast IPA. From the two people in town who I most trust to make a good West Coast IPA. The end. Big bye. Wells? Rewind many episodes ago when I got super excited about a Divine Barrel collab West Coast IPA with Burial. And that thing fell on its face. Which one was that? I can't even remember. One of those names. I hated that beer. Um, But they're doing a collab with Triple C. I got really excited again. And now I can see... Without a doubt, who the weak link in that Divine Barrel Burial uh, collab was. Burial was the weak link. This is great. Um, also picked up a four-pack of this earlier this afternoon. Uh, it It's super easy drinking. It's a bitter boy. Like, crystal clean. What, six and a half? Six and a half percent ABV? Like, there's yeah. nothing to not like about this. Yeah. It's... It's a crusher. Yeah, the only thing I don't like about this is this is my can. I have one less in my fridge now, but for you guys. Thanks, Jeff. We appreciate your sacrifice. Every now and then I sacrifice. Today was that day. Today is that day. Josh? Yeah, this is, again, um, as we've all said, this is two breweries in town that if you tell me they're putting out a West Coast IPA, I will definitely pay attention to it. 
because I know I can trust them. Yeah. I know what they can put out, and this is fantastic. Well done all around. Yeah. Big huge buy. Next beer up. Uh, next up from Ecliptic. We're back into the fresh hop train. Woo woo. Um, from Ecliptic, this is their Altair. Altair, Altair. I don't know. Depends on if you're an Assassin's Creed fan or not, I guess. All right, Josh is nodding at me. Yes. Okay, good. I, I, I got here talking about. Okay, cool. Um, this is a fresh hot pale ale. So uh, fresh strata and centennial. I will say that it definitely is the thinnest and wateriest of all the fresh hot beers we had. Um, you know, looking back to last show, we had three pretty solid fresh hot pale ales to, to start off. And I just, I don't, I don't see myself buying this one. Um, I appreciate the idea and the concept and, and obviously thanks Scott for sending this in. Uh, but this one just, I don't know. It was just, like I said, kind of watery for me. No, thanks. No, bye. Well, nothing wrong with it. Just wasn't enough to it to get me back for seconds or thirds or fourths. Like I, somebody gives me a six pack of this and I could probably run it the weekend and not remember it come Tuesday. So what song from the weekend are you going to play it? Working for, the, working for the weekend by lover boy. Okay. Uh, Jeff, I'm with you. There's nothing wrong with it. There's just not a lot, right? Not very memorable. Anyway. Yeah. And, I've, and I've already forgotten what I was going to say because this beer is kind of forgettable. Josh. Well, when you say thin and watery, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. This is thin. It's watery. Especially after that collab beer, it's like, is there even beer in this thing? If like, you want to do a pale ale in fresh hop season, you almost need to like blow it out with hops. Yeah. Like that Kawichi Canyon from last year. I mean, like I still remember that. A Fremont's Pale Ale. Yeah. And it was thin, but the hops in that, good Lord. Yeah, and this does not have that at all. It is just thin. It's watery. There's, again, I have to keep looking at that going, is there, was there hops in that? Like, I don't feel like there was. There were. It just, you know. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's the sad part. Um, so, yeah, no bye. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up from Breakside. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Where's, uh, oh, I got in the sheet. Breakside is in Portland. So Breakside put out several Fresh Hop 2021 beers, uh, four, in fact. And uh, Breakside, I, I know you're not listening, but if you were, I would say um, do a better job of labeling which beer is which. I ended up having to, I, I, I was trying to figure out which one this particular beer is because it just says canned on date, Fresh Hop IPA, um, there's nothing in on this label that distinguishes it from the next one, which we're going to have, which is also a Breakside Fresh Hop IPA. Um, then you go on un Untapped, and I'm like, okay, well, Untapped will know. Well, there's a couple of options, and you know how Untapped is: people check in the wrong beer to the wrong entry all the time. Finally, went to their website and was able to decode that this specific green with this specific blue on the hops means that it is the Centennial. Or I'm sorry, Chinook Fresh Hop IPA. <sighs> Y'all made me work too damn hard um, for a beer that was just okay. With all the fresh beer, fresh hop beer we've had, this one didn't do it for me. Even as an IPA, it's still pretty thin. No buy. Well, I did zero work aside from 
try this beer twice. Putting your glass up to your mouth and Lifting going. This. Mm. Yeah, it it was fine, but I, it but that's the thing. It's fine. Like there's nothing wrong with it. There's just nothing that's gonna keep me reaching for more. It's at least more interesting than that Altair. Um, but I'm not reaching for more of this. It's a no buy. Josh, back to thin and watery. It's another thin and watery. It is an IPA at that. Like it IPA. shouldn't be. Like there's just nothing going on here. It's boring. It really is, yeah. and that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. So yeah, no buy. Next beer up. Um. So then again, from Breakside, this one actually on the bottom was stamped that it's their Crystal Hop, and I'm not sure. I'm I'm assuming that Crystal is a type of hop. Thank you. Um, yes. Yes, it is. And, and again, like the labels are exactly the same. With the exception of the coloring being different. But it, thankfully, this one said crystal on the bottom, and so that helped. This actually is a pleasant IPA. It's nothing fancy. Um, I would buy it if I was at Breakside, but I just, it just is letting me down. And I don't know if I'm, that's still a little leftover grumbling grumpiness from the last beer, but it's just, it's just okay. It's not holding its own against. It's brethren from the last show. Wells? I like it better than the Chinook variant, but that's not saying much. No buy. Josh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, same exact thing. It's a little... It's got a little bit more body than the Chinook variant. A little bit more mouthfeel, but... The funny thing is, you know, so we talk about this every so often. I set these lineups just based on what makes mathematical sense in a lot of cases. Right. And here we have a show where all of the kind of fresh hot beers in the show, the three of them, kind of all fell flat. Yeah. Whereas the last show, we had quite a few bangers. Well, and, you know, honestly, when I think of Breakside, I don't think of IPAs. I think of their sours, for the most part. Like, they did win a medal for your Mr. Breakside IPA a couple of years ago. Did they? Okay. I mean, I, I know when they first came into town, that was the, the big splash was... Hey, they're here with all their sour beers and breaksides. Yeah, the, we we've seen some of their stuff, and it was in bottles, and then it disappeared. You're not talking about Cascade. Nope. It was in bottles. Kit had them because mm-hmm. we stopped Ecliptic. there. Nope. Okay. It was it was here for a hot minute, and then it disappeared because we stopped uh, on the way back from Greenville because we were both in Greenville. Mm-hmm. I remember that. No, no. I remember that part. All right. Final beer up. Uh, final beer up uh, from Fremont. We've had a couple of these on the show in the past. This is Head Full of Dynamite. Um, but this is number 31. And That's so I'll get back on my labeling complaint and say, Fremont, add the number 31 to your packaged on stamp date on the bottom of the can. It's not that difficult and it will help people out because they do different art for each one, but that doesn't really help. Oh no. What? Holy shit. It's right there <laughs> in, in this very small box right there. Uh huh. It says H F O D V 31. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you, you barely got it in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so this is version 31. It's the hazy APA with Strata, Simcoe, Eldorado, Citra Cryo, Talus, and Yukonot. 
I actually like this one. Some of these I don't really necessarily care for. It's 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 bordering on too soft for me, but I'm I'm okay with this one. I'm gonna buy this one. And maybe it's because those last three were just not standing up, but I like this one okay. Wells, I like this one just fine. Nothing wrong with it. Uh, surprise, surprise! Fremont makes a good beer. Yep. Um, I'm with you. I wonder what it, my thoughts would have been like had this shown up on the last show or earlier in the show. Because right. definitely, there's like a, a Does snap get, back from yeah, like after three losers. Like finally, something I enjoy. Yeah, but great inflation. Yep. I, I like this one a bunch. It's it's tasty. It's a buy. Josh. Yeah, it's it's nice. It's soft. It's melony. It's got this little bit of cantaloupe into it. That's, uh, it this is delicious. I love this. Good. Big huge buy. Big huge buy. Well, it's time for that. that. <clears throat> Excuse me. How does that work? Of the beers that we have been drinking on the show, what is the one winner that we would love to have on tap at our theoretical or in Jeff's case literal home kegerator yeah for me it's um, it's going to be how the west was won I love that collab um, I had it at the brewery and especially in a little more of a vacuum on its own as a full pour it drinks great and uh, thoroughly enjoyed that one but absolutely love how that keg of that one Wells, what do you think? 100% there with you. Uh, I think Divine Barrels Oktoberfest is a very close second, but damn, How the West Was Won is just, it's a, y'all are just showing off at this point. It's Divine Barrel and Triple C coming together and saying, this is what a West Coast IPA should taste like. Bam, done. Josh, what do you think? Yeah, there's there's no question. How the West Was Won, hands down. How the West Was Won won. It really did. This oh, was, that was, was two, three, three, three. Yeah, this was fantastic. So, yep. Jeff, we're at the end of the show. Where are you at, man? Uh, check us out on the interwebs. Go to craftbeercast.com. Find links to all of our episodes and our social medias. And uh, the one thing you won't find on there is the ability to tell a friend that you listen to us. Somebody that you know that you hang out with that drinks beer that might be interested in listening to other people talk about beer. I mean, there really is. You could just copy and paste the link from one of those many social things and say, hey, listen to these guys. Do you want to put a share button on there, Jeff? Is that what you want? I hate you so much. Thank you. On a regular basis. You can slide into Josh's DMs at CBcast whenever. Wells, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at all the Wells on the Twitters and the Instas. Josh. Sucky suck, sucker too. Go Patriots. Don't forget to rate and review. No, let's not talk about that. Hey, you lost. Dude. We've got wins. Yeah. The only thing we've got going for us is we don't have some stupid coach sending stupid emails for seven freaking years. Uh, don't forget to rate review us on your podcast of choice. Uh, don't forget about our subreddit slash r slash craft beer cast. And we will talk to you guys next Thursday.